Welcome to Season 2 of The Rocket Brief. It's still about 10 minutes long because if you had more time than that, then you should probably just read the paper. That way you could listen to the little voice inside your head instead of mine. I'm Jonathan Stinson for the Redstone Rocket. This is the January 10th edition. The Boots to Business class returned to Redstone Arsenal this month to provide basic information on entrepreneurship to veterans and military spouses to help them decide if launching a business is right for them. The class is offered by the Small Business Administration on Military Installations around the world as a training track of the Department of Defense's Transition Assistance Program. According to Mark Scott, the director of the Veterans Business Outreach Center at Mississippi State University, the course will be January 17th and 18th at the One Stop in Building 3494 on Honest John Road. For more information or to register, call Redstone Retirement Services Officer Betty Anderson at 256-842-2719 or Jasmine Norwood, the Transition Assistance Program Coordinator, at 256-876-3295. Redstone Arsenal recently welcomed a new chief in charge of the Postgate Guards. Jonathan Arkin moved from Colorado to Alabama to be closer to family. Arkin previously served as Deputy Chief of Security at Fort Carson and succeeded retired Chief Ralph Jefferson. I'm excited to be here, he said, and I look forward to working with not only the tenants, but the community as a whole to maintain the high level of security of the Redstone family. A new Federal Trade Commission rule that takes effect July 30th is designed to combat two common types of illegal tactics that consumers may face when buying a car, and it includes protections for military members and their families. The FTC says service members are targeted not only with bait-and-switch tactics and junk fees, but also deceptive information about whether dealers are affiliated with the military and other issues that affect service members. The Combating Auto Retail Scams, or CARS rule, prohibits dealers from using bait-and-switch claims to lure vehicle buyers to the lot, including claims about the cost of a car or the terms of financing, the availability of any discounts or rebates, and the actual availability of the vehicles being advertised. It also tackles hidden junk fees, the charges that are buried in lengthy contracts that consumers never agreed to pay. Whooping and sandhill cranes have descended on Wheeler National Wildlife Refuge as part of the bird's annual migration, just in time for the Festival of the Cranes. The event is put on by Friends of Wheeler National Wildlife in partnership with various community partners in downtown Decatur. It will take place January 12th through the 14th. Bird watching and bird walks will occur at the refuge's visitor center area, while children's activities, concerts, art shows, workshops, special speakers, and presentations will take place at various venues in downtown Decatur. The refuge encompasses 35,000 acres, with more than 4,000 acres falling within the boundaries of Redstone Arsenal and NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center. The City of Huntsville and Huntsville Police have kicked off a six-month education campaign on the new ordinance prohibiting motorists from handling a cell phone or other wireless telecommunication devices while driving within the city limits. Redstone Arsenal, like other Department of Defense installations, has its own regulations. The Huntsville City Council passed the amended law in October that treats a handheld device violation as a primary offense. Under the city's previous ordinance, police officers needed another reason, such as failing to signal or wear a seatbelt, to stop a driver and issue a citation for distracted driving. Through June 30th, the education campaign will include a mix of online and social media outreach, print materials, digital signage and billboards, videos, blogs, and in-person events. 
After the campaign ends, motorists who violate the ordinance may be issued a citation and required to pay the following fines within a 24-month period. $50 for the first conviction, $100 for the second conviction, and $150 for a third conviction and our community service. More than 40 people gathered at Redstone Arsenal December 5th and 6th, with another 40 attending virtually for a programmatic review of the Corps of Engineers Energy Resilience and Conservation Investment Program a subsection of the Department of Defense-wide military construction program. The program specifically funds projects saving energy and water, reducing energy costs, and improving energy resilience and security for federal and military stakeholders. The United States delivered two new AH-64E Version 6 Apache Guardian attack helicopters to the Royal Netherlands Air Force on December 7th. The Netherlands has a total of 28 Apaches on order. Final delivery of the upgraded aircraft is scheduled to take place in 2025. If you are looking for a change in your career path, an upcoming hiring fair might be the compass you need to point your career in the right direction. The Garrison will be holding a public hiring event Wednesday, January 31st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Ulista Building located at 8600 Advanced Gateway in Huntsville. Positions available include police officers, security guards, engineers, civil and electrical, mechanical, and fire protection, environmental protection specialist, program analyst, and management program analyst. Interested applicants can expect application processing and interview on-site. Some positions may include an initial medical examination and security screening. The grades for available positions span from GS-5 to GS-12 and come with a full benefit package. Before attending, job seekers should establish an account on the federal government's job website, usajobs.gov, so they can easily apply to the positions for which they want to be considered. Job fair attendees should also bring a resume and two forms of government-issued ID, like a driver's license, passport, birth certificate, or a social security card. Veterans should bring a DD-214 and or Veterans Fair letter, if applicable. Soldiers from the 100th Missile Defense Brigade successfully completed a test launch for their no-fail mission at Vandenberg Space Force Base in California on December 11th. The Missile Defense Agency conducted a test of a ground-based interceptor during a flight test of the nation's ground-based mid-course defense system. The primary objective of the test was to demonstrate the ability of the GMD to engage a target in the expanded engagement space made possible by the GBI in two-stage mode. The elements of the Super Heavy Lift Space Launch System rocket for NASA's Artemis II mission are undergoing final preparations before shipment to NASA's Kennedy Space Center for stacking and pre-launch activities in 2024. Teams at Marshall Space Flight Center have rotated the Orion Stage Adapter, a ring structure that connects NASA's Orion spacecraft to the SLS rocket's interim cryogenic propulsion stage, in preparation for the installation of its diaphragm. The installation, November 30th, marks one of the final steps for the adapter before it's readied for shipment to Kennedy via NASA's Super Guppy cargo aircraft. At 5 feet tall and weighing in at 1,800 pounds, the adapter is the smallest major element of the SLS rocket that will produce more than 8.8 million pounds of thrust to launch four Artemis astronauts inside Orion around the moon. The adapter is fully manufactured by engineering teams at Marshall. That does it for this week's Rocket Brief. You can find all of those stories and more inside the Redstone Rocket on newsstands now. Or visit us online at www.theredstonerocket.com. We'll see you next week.